your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts or Us. My name is Karen Cassian and I'm here with my co-host Noreen Mitchell. Good morning, Noreen. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And today we have guest Samantha Sam Sullivan. Welcome, Sam. Thank you for joining Hi. us. Welcome. Thank you very much. And Sam is the co-owner of the Red Pine Art Supply. And that's a, a new store in Huntsville. It's actually was an old store, but now it's brand new and it's been taken over and renovated. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, well, uh, my husband and I, we uh, we come from Toronto. Um, we worked very hard for many years in the downtown area. And uh, we were kind of trekking up here just for a bit of a visit to Muskoka um, on a whim. <laughs> and you were in finance, business? And I was finance. in finance, mm-hmm. yes. I used to handle all the compliance for a university. Um, before that, I was in investments and a lot of other different types of roles especially uh, auditing. Um, I adored it. It was good. My dad always warned me I should be getting into finance. Um, That's more important than getting into art. (laughs) And this is coming full circle. This is coming full circle. Um, I was a graduate of Ontario College of Art and Design. Back then it was OCA, so it was Ontario College of Art. Uh, So when I graduated, um, I had was very happy in tow to have my graduation and being an alumni. Uh, but unfortunately, sometimes you do have to figure out how to pay bills. Um, so I moved into a, a financial position at Bank of Montreal, uh, working for BMO Nesbitt. And uh, it kind of went on from there. So I never really quite went back to the art. However, in the evenings and on the weekends and my time off is when the time I would do my art. Um, so I always had a studio, always had my artwork ready. So when my husband and I popped up here, we were looking for a change. And uh, the uh, at the time it was North Art Art Supplies. And we saw that it was for sale. Um, I was actually just looking at cottages, <laughs> um, just out of curiosity to see, because it's so beautiful up here. And as soon as I got up here, I started falling in love with it. Um, and then the art store was actually available for sale. And so my husband was out getting uh, some dinner for us in the car and he came back out and I said, hey, there's an art store that's for sale. And my husband says to me, okay. And he's looking at me and I said, do you want to, do you want to talk about this? And he says, are you, are you being serious? I said, yes, I am. So we got the inquiry going and uh, I didn't say anything to anybody. I was very quiet about it. And uh, just to sort of figure out what to do, were we renaming it? How would we do this? Because we were literally moving our entire life up from Toronto up to Muskoka. And uh, so Huntsville ended up becoming our home. We, we, it just flowed really well. We were very happy. Did you have any experience with um, retail before? Uh, actually, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, my very first job is actually retail position. Um, I worked with uh, children with special needs for four years prior as a volunteer job as a camp counselor. And then I moved into a position um, as a, a children's educational store. So I was there for seven years and I uh, moved my way up in that position. And uh, that was sort of got me through college and high school and college. And uh, as soon as I finished up with college, then I decided to move into a full-time position. Um, so I have uh, quite a few years of retail experience behind me. And it's amazing what comes back 
all these years later of your experience of things that you've you've learned the service aspect as well of having customers that is huge for me um I like to get to know our customers. I like to know what type of art they're working on. I like to know what they're working on after they've purchased something. If it's something as simple as a canvas or maybe a yellow ochre that they like or Viridian green and a type of paintbrush that they picked up they haven't tried before. I want to hear about it when they get back and they always come back and they always want to let me know how things went. So the phones come out or the pictures come out or sometimes the paintings come in. <laughs> uh, it's a really good opportunity to um, have an idea what our community artists are doing and actually artists um, outside of the community pop back in when they're in town. Um, well, to I don't sell. know where the where, where's the nearest other art supply store? It's, um, there aren't I, that many around here. There right? isn't. Um, not this, to the extent of the size that we've grown uh, our business into. I do know there's a few little stores in town and uh, outside of town, and we know them. Um, we'd like to communicate with them if we can. Uh, but for us, uh, especially a large, large art community here, I'm really, really pleased uh, that we could continue the art supply store. I didn't want to see an art supply store disappear, especially with the amount of artists that we have here in Muskoka. Well, just in Huntsville, it's an, there's an incredible number of visual artists. Does your husband, share, Chris, share your passion? He does. Uh, my husband has been there for me uh, through thick and thin. Uh, he is the the gentleman in the house that does everything that I don't want to do. <laughs> um, I handle That's the finance. <laughs> he he is uh, always been a promotion a promoter of my art uh, for me. Even when we first started dating years and years and years ago, um, it was always something that he always wanted to make sure that I kept doing and ensuring that I'm keep working on it. Um, so this was not a surprise to him. This is something that we sort of moved towards. Um, he's kind of semi-retired now too. But he looks after the finances of your, your uh, business? Uh, we both, both, yeah, you both of us do. Okay. Um, it depends on who has the patience to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I, I'm sort of the idea person and uh, my husband is the detail person. He's how have you changed the store up uh, from what it was before? Uh, although I don't know if you know what it was before, but have you changed, do you think? You yeah, I think um, because it was already a very good uh, base. So I would say it's sort of like the backbone. Um, when Ron was, was running the store prior, um, he actually had sent us a, a message right when we had purchased the store, sort of giving us his blessing, which Ron, I really appreciate. Ron, Ron, Ron Murdoch. Okay. Yeah. So he used he's, to own the store, right? He used to own okay. the store, and then uh, Sheila had owned the store. And uh, so we, we basically, what we've done is we have, we went in, I went into the store and uh, walked around with Sheila Wilson, who was the, mm -hmm. the owner of the store and uh, had a good conversation with her, went through the supplies, went through everything. And I ha kind of had an idea in my head how I wanted to move the store into 2022. Um, so what we did was we renovated, we've changed the floors, we've changed the lighting. I wanted to make sure it was a very warm experience when you come into the store. Uh, we changed a lot of the shelving um, and we also included a gallery and also workshop space at the back. And uh, so it's, it's sort of a, when you're coming into the store, you're feeling comfortable. It's for everybody. It's not just for professional artists. It's for all levels of art, all ages as well. So we have children that come into the front of the store. So we have a children's section, Red Pine Kids. And towards the back of the store is our professional level. So our artists that come in, they need to concentrate. 
to figure out their next art piece or their commission, they have an opportunity to, to go to the back area there and pick out what they need in the quiet space. Your store motto is creativity is happiness. It seems to me you just covered a little of that. It's for everyone. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It is. It is. It really is a big thing for me that art doesn't stop just because you've never done it before. Uh, Art doesn't stop because you have given it up for 20 years. Um, You're allowed to have moments where you need to take a break or you want to learn something new. And it is really quite a pleasure when we have customers coming in that have the art blocks, as I call it. We've all been there. Um, Or artists that have never been and they feel it's a daunting experience when they walk in the store and they say, I don't even know where to start. So if we have an opportunity to make them feel comfortable in the store, um, that is really part of our mandate. So creativity to me is happiness. Experiencing the creative process is pretty amazing. It is. You started yourself as a young age at an art as an artist. Uh, I think it was with a watercolor paint set. Yes. <laughs> How? What did you? I know you do many things. So, and you have at your disposal all these. Yes. Needs. So, how do you choose what you want to do? Um, when I'm buying, when I'm choosing and buying uh, for the store, that's that's one thing that's really important to me is ensuring the quality is very good. I don't like to bring in items that are t- are toxic as much as I can. Um, because as of course, everything with we have going on in the world right now, I'm trying to reduce it as much as I can. Um, so for me, when I walk around, I like to ensure if I can't find something in the store that I would use, um, I want to ensure that we at least have it. So for me, I'm a, I'm a real array of different types of artwork. Um, watercolor is my baby. That's what I started with. I still have the set, by the way. (laughs) Um, It was a Winnie the Pooh uh, watercolor set, um, quite large, actually. And I was actually doing abstract paintings when I was about six, um, trying to figure out different ways of doing it. Um, So uh, as I grew older, um, obviously, my mother got a phone call one day um, from my teacher saying that I had painted a penguin. And I was about four years of age. So my mom knew that there was something going on a little bit different um, than she was expecting. So my mother really took that in and said, you know, we we really need to uh, push Sam into that direction because obviously there's a talent there. Well, it looks like a good time to take a break now. Um, This is Karen Cassian here with my co-host, Noreen Mitchell. And we are interviewing Samantha Sullivan from Red Pine Art Supply. And we'll be back in just a moment. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us. I'm Karen Cassian with my co-host, Noreen Mitchell, and we're interviewing... Samantha, Sam Sullivan from Red Pine Art Supply, and Sam's telling us about her, her experience as an artist. And you said watercolor is your favorite. That's one of the most difficult uh, um, art forms, I think. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Watercolor is it dries fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to mix. It's uh, it's cranky. I always call it the cranky. The mm-hmm. cranky um, gouache is my other cranky. Mm -hmm. Um, because it smudges. So thankfully, there's a lot of mediums out there that you can fix now that didn't exist when I was using gouache. Um, So watercolor is just something that I started with and I was very comfortable with. Acrylic is actually my my, um, 
challenge, I'm going to say. I like acrylic. Yeah. Can you tell me about water-based oils? Because I always find that to be ah. an oxymoron. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does that work? Uh, water-based oils are a very, very good product uh, for someone who is sort of not, they really love oils, um, but they don't want necessarily the toxicity part mm -hmm. of using the mediums with oils. As you know, uh, there's a lot of items out there like your turpentine and your mineral spirits and your white spirits and your um, liquid and everything that you're using within oils, um, sometimes, especially for the vapors of the oils, affects a lot of different individuals when they're painting for our artists. Um, so water-based uh, is sort of the same kind of buttery consistency, um, but it dries a little bit faster. But you have the same kind of movement like you would if you were painting in oil. Um, okay. So it's, it's an interesting medium mm -hmm. to try. I want to ask about oil pastels. Mm -hmm. What oh. are they? Oil pastels are a wax base, um, so you don't have that chalk consistency like what you have with a soft pastel. So oil pastels are a very, very different kind of medium um, that you would use uh, for drawing. Um, but it's it's almost like a crayon a, l a little Do bit. Do they of a melt way. into encaustic if you're doing encaustic? They could yes. absolutely. Okay. I um, think I may have used them. Then. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, and you can. There is actually a, we're bringing in a, a brand um, called Karen Dash, and they are uh, actually have a water-based oil pastel, and it's amazing because you can actually draw with the oil pastel and then use a bit of water on it, and it actually turns into this most beautiful, brilliant colors. Wow, that sounds. Awesome. Yes, I can try that. That yeah. Awesome. So I I'm think you must be having fun all the time. <laughs> it is, <laughs> and you're a photographer also. I am. Yeah. I am. I love my photography. I've had a camera. My dad bought me my first camera. It was just a point and click. Um, when I was a really young child, and some of the photos. Um, are missing people's heads and that type of thing because I was too short, obviously, to take the picture. I still am very short, uh, but uh, my dad was a heavy, heavy photographer and I still have his cameras and my grandfather was also heavily into photography. So when we are on our trips and on our vacation, um, I'm, I'm out with my, my you just camera. just had a photograph, photography week, did you? I did. <laughs> I did. It was lovely. Um, we, my husband also loves to do photography too, so we're out with our cameras constantly. Um, finding different types of places Beautiful to take. Beautiful time of year for that. Eh? It is, it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about Muskoka is it's absolutely gorgeous here. Yeah. And uh, we do have the odd artist popping in, um, mentioning how saturated all the colors are. And it's very overwhelming as an artist. Uh, with all these brilliant, beautiful colors and twinkling and change, um, it's overwhelming. Which painting do you start with? to try to get this and hone in this color because it's changing so quickly every day. It's hard to uh, figure out what are you gonna start with first. So at least if a photograph, it can kind of keep a memory for me um, what to do. Can you tell us about your gallery? Uh, it's Is it called Collaborate? Yes. I like that. Yes. <laughs> can you tell us your plans for it? Um, right now we are um, in the midst of, uh, we were going to be starting classes and we will be very soon. We ended up handling a little bit of renovations unexpectedly. Um, so we have our bathroom fixed, which is nice to say, and our sink has been fixed. We have a nice new countertop. So when artists come in, they're able to wash and um, clean up whatever they need to clean up when they're there. So we're going to be handling um, different types of classes for different ages. So from children, youth, and adults, of course, from different levels. So we have a lot of beginner artists that are starting here, and they're just trying to figure things out. And then we also have the, the intermediate stage um, where artists can come in. They're more comfortable, but maybe I can help work them through 
a little bit of an issue that they have with a painting. Um, so the Collaborate Studio Space and Gallery is an area where it's a multi-use space. So it's a it's a, a studio space that we're using it for, especially for myself. Um, it's an area for classes and workshops to learn. Uh, we're just getting the easel set up and the gallery space will be um, just sort of like a, a micro gallery where we have it for maybe for a week or so for an artist to show or multiple artists to show. And that way we have an opportunity to sort of have a, a, a space that we can use for everybody. Um, so I'm very happy with this. You've already shown some collaboration in a different form. I was just going to say. By being yeah. part of the Huntsville Art Crawl in, in uh, June. Yes. As well as Nuit Blanche North. Yes, yes. What were your experience for the, for, for the first time? Oh, it was great. Um, we had an artist that was uh, for the Art Crawl for the month. And uh, he's an artist who is based in Muskoka. And he's actually one of our frequent customers that come in and just sit to chat, which is not unusual What's for us. What's his name? Stuart McKean. Uh, so Stu had his work in um, for the month of June to he, give he's him... He's Huntsville artist? Uh, he's just a little bit so. He's in uh, Bracebridge area. Okay. Right. And uh, he, he just came in and he was very shy about his work and very unsure when to show. Uh, so it gave us the opportunity to show his work. Um, the Wee Blanche North is a dream of mine. I love night. Um, I like painting at night. I like thinking about the nighttime. Uh, so having an opportunity to actually show work at nighttime and setting that up was just huge for me. It glowed. Yes, it did. <laughs> From <Literally>. the inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I miss Nuit Blanche North, so I'm sorry I missed your installation. It was That's lovely. It was it was fun. It, we had uh, part of my work. I work a lot with other than acrylics and large pieces. I work with light. Light is a big thing for me. I'm a big Caravaggio fan. Um, so to me, if you have that mix of dark and light, it really does impact. I like to pour all of my passion and my emotions into my art pieces. Yeah, my artwork Photography is, too, eh? That yeah, well, the it all works together. It's mm -hmm. the way my head works when it comes to looking and, and seeing different types of color out there um, and having an interactive experience when you're in there because it's art that you can touch and you can feel comfortable with. And that's what I liked about Nuit Blanche is we had young children coming in dancing with the music. And th that really meant something to me because that's the type of space that we like to hone in. And this is our, our type of environment in our store. That's a big thing for us. I'm so interested in the um, crayons for babies. <laughs> Veggie based. Yes. Like they can yes. eat them? <laughs> is that yes. the idea? Well, the thing is, we do have a lot of young mothers, and speaking from someone who has tons of allergies, um, that didn't exist back then uh, with uh, different types of products that you could have for your children that were safe. I review a lot as much as I can with the items that we bring in for children, especially very young children, uh, so they're able to do artwork and the parents are feeling comfortable when they have their children painting or drawing that they're not too concerned if there is some something happening with the hands or the mouth where the child is deciding to possibly eat so we this way we brought in I, these. I saw a cool little thing that you did about uh, dipping your brush in your coffee Yes, I think <laughs> every artist has done that at one no, time. But it was a yeah. warning it was a safety <laughs> message really it was really a safety message, yes. wasn't it? Um, Van Gogh, Van Gogh. Uh, truthfully, uh, I was a I I loved Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, I was a Van Gogh expert, as my old professor told me at OCAD. I was always. It doesn't matter where I was sitting in the lecture, he would find me, or yell out my name. 
because Van Gogh was something, it was an influence for me. My mother found a, a magazine and asked me, to, could you copy the bedroom? And I think it was only about, I think it was only about nine or 10 back then with actually with uh, chalk pastels. Um, so Van Gogh is uh, a, night, uh, a gentleman who obviously uh, had a lot of toxic toxicity in the paints. And my warning is always because he would always dip his dip his brush into his coffee or his drink. And, you know, you're thinking and you put the paintbrush in the corner of your mouth and you forget that. And back then, obviously, your CADs, your cadmium yellows mm -hmm. and reds were quite uh, toxic, were quite toxic mm -hmm. and they had different types of metals. So it's just I, I'm always warning all of our artists or new artists that are coming in that they're aware of the different types of toxicity levels in the paints, in the sprays that we have to ensure that you do see it and it's important to take care of yourself. Naples yellow, was that particularly toxic? I sort of remember I that believe somewhere. so, yeah. I believe so, okay. yes. So I think we need to talk about where you're, you're located. Your oh. shop and we could, and how people can find out more about you. Yes, of course. Um, well, our website is redpineart.ca. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Red Pine Art Supply. Uh, we are located at 6 West Street North in downtown Huntsville off of Main Street across the RBC parking lot. That's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of people will want to go there, I'm sure. So after. people have questions or they want to know anything, do they just go to your website? They can go to our website. There's a contact us form. You can email us at redpineartsupply at outlook.com or you can phone us. Um, you can reach us at 705-784-0220. Um, we will do our best to call you as soon as we can um, to answer any questions that you have. I spent some time looking at your online shop, but I'm, I'm quite certain that there's more than that in your shop. I didn't know you had an online shop. That's good to know. Yes. Oh, good for you. That's great. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you so thank much you. for joining us, Sam. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to coming to your store and seeing the latest things and that you have there. Seeing what happens in Collaborate. Yes. 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 So, Noreen, um, I'll just talk about a few performing arts things that are happening in town. The Huntsville Festival of the Arts, their lineup is still quite good. I've been to um, one of the concerts out at Deerhurst, and, and they're packed. I, I couldn't believe how many people were there. Um, so, uh, the Nutcracker is coming to the Algonquin Theatre. I just got my tickets. November 26th, good to know. I last tickets for the matinee. <laughs> Serena Ryder, November 19th. Blackie and the Rodeo Kings, December 1st, at that, again, is at the Algonquin Theatre. Matt Dusk sings Sinatra, and that's the Algonquin Theatre. Hawksley Workman, I just got tickets for him, and he's at, um, this says the Algonquin Theatre, but I think he's at Trinity Church, so check that one out on our website. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. There's lots more. We'll talk about it. Uh, um, Script Tease is part of the dot the T Productions, and that's coming up November 5th, 6th, 12th, and 13th. They're out on Limberlost Road, and it's a series of afternoon indoors reading stage scripts by the fireside. I thought that was a great concept. Um, I just saw Little Women at the Huntsville Theatre Company. It was excellent. And coming up is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? That's uh, being directed by Sid Jones. So check out their website um, for more about what's coming up. And, and how about in the visual arts? Well, the Huntsville Art Society is wrapping up the last week of Patagonia Images from the Edge of the Earth by Tim Lapp, and that's in Partners Hall. 
Huntsville Art Society in the library is Christina McBean, and she's currently on with her lithographs and woodblock prints and a few paintings. And for September and October, it is Brenda Turner in the hospice, Algonquin Grace Hospice. And there's a cool thing that I came up with from the newsletter, the Huntsville Art Society newsletter. And Which it's is sort of a fabulous, call. by the way. Yes, it is. It's a call for entries to a, a show that is going planned for Chapel Gallery next year. And the, the artist, Mara Smelters Weir, is asking for people to send submissions for her show, which will be called For the Love of Dogs. It's painting sculptures and, of dogs engaged in eating, sleeping, spending time with friends and family, working, basically engaged in living and not So we're posing. supposed to send our photos of her? Or yes. it says, please send, um, it can be any medium, any questions can be referred to Mara at marasmeltersweir at gmail.com. Be sure to look at the Huntsville Art Society newsletter. That's where That's got great. The, I got this I information. That. But I just thought it was interesting to put that out there. And it will be a show in Chapel Gallery next year in September. So it's getting ready. <laughs> right now in Chapel Gallery, actually, by the time this airs, it will be behind the Iron Forest is the show that will be on there. The Muskoka Arts and Crafts uh, Art Holiday Market uh, will be at the Royal Canadian Legion on November 25th to the 27th at various hours. And the MAC AGM will take place on November the 3rd from 4 to 8 p.m. So you need to look at muskokaartsandcrafts.com for all this information. Upcoming, too, they have a, a speaker series, which uh, I mentioned last week, but it's uh, well, coming up on November 1st. It's uh, Jenna Hemstra, who is the executive director of Craft Ontario. Hmm. I think she'll have a lot to say. And I think there is one more thing I want to get to, which is the Visitor Centre also wrapping up Mystery of the Park. These are Algonquin-related works of the East Central Ontario Art Association, and a reminder that a portion of sales in that gallery go to the Friends of Algonquin Park. Well, thinking about Algonquin Park in this lovely time of the year. Well, I think well there, there's so much happening around town and around Muskoka. Uh, thank you again, Sam Sullivan, for joining us. Um, there's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We are Muskoka. Muskoka.